Hello and welcome to episode six of Moonshine and Music. I am your host, Joe Shelton, and this is the perfect music show. Brought to you every week by Eat New Media, eatnewmedia.com. For all your video needs, go to eatmedia.com and uh, see if you can sign up there and uh, get a quote on doing a little video program for your corporate uh, video presentations or for your music video or for, you know, just for fun, really. I mean, if you want. So that's what's that there. Today's um, show features special guest Ray Hoskins. And Ray has a lot of interesting stories to tell us today, along with a little bit of explanation of his songwriting and tell you a little bit about how he grew up. And if you haven't met Ray, he's a really interesting guy. And he's been around the block about 54 times or so, and there's a lot to learn from him. Um, I'm working with him on his new record, and um, it's an interesting process, to say the least, to work on a record with a different artist, and it's a lot of fun. So I, I think that you should check out Ray today, and he's coming up right now on Moonshine and Music. Our guest today is Ray Hoskins. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. Thank you. Um, I uh, have known Ray for quite a while, and um, so the interesting thing about this is just to get to know you a little more on a personal level okay. uh, before we have you do some music for us. Uh, so the the first question is where where are you where did you grow up? What what was your hometown? For most of my growing up period, I was down between Bedford, Indiana, and Bloomington, Indiana out the country. Uh, first six, almost six years of my life was spent in southeastern Kentucky around Winchester, Clay City area. So I had quite a um, country slash bluegrass influence early on. So what, what did your parents do? Well, and my mom took you around all those little places? And my, my dad did a lot of things. He actually, for a while, they were, they had a sharecropping agreement for a farm in Kentucky, which is why I think we went down there. Um, that didn't really work out very well, and he ended up construction work down there. Was a heavy equipment operator. Um, worked on the bridges across the Ohio River. Used to climb steel oh. with really, really severe asthma. Um, now, he would actually go and get shots at lunch and go back to work. My dad had very severe asthma from the time he was in seventh grade. Um, so then they moved up to southern Indiana. He had been in southern Indiana when he met my mom, and I was actually born in Bedford. And then like a month after, they moved to Kentucky. And then mostly from mom's pressure, I think, is they moved back up here to the rural area down there. You know, my, my family is from Tennessee and uh, and Indiana, but, um, you know, we come from the same stock, it sounds like to me. Yes, and it's interesting because <laughs> my father's stock was all Appalachian all the way. 
um, for the last few generations. Um, but I come from an interesting family, from what I hear from my aunt, who's done all the family history. Um, my family has had a history of both being wealthy. The master side of my family brought the first thoroughbred and in racing into Kentucky. Oh, wow. And then at one point in time, a, a per, my actual first name is William. It's William Ray. Um, my parents decided to fool everybody and make it complicated. So... Uh, a William Hoskins, who's one of my ancestors, used to own almost a whole county down there. Oh, and wow. um, unfortunately, when he died, it was a time when women, he only had daughters, and women couldn't own property. So the property went over to um, someone that his daughter married who managed to lose all of it. And so there's absolutely been no wealth in my family for several generations. And my wife's side of the family is German. Um, on her mom's side. So we both have Appalachian fathers and, and German his, history mothers, which is an interesting culture, you know. They they have a little bit different dynamic going on. So yeah. it's, well, there's, it's a, there's a lot of German ancestry in Indiana as well. Yeah. Um, so um, your, your, your dad was a, uh, uh, a sharecropper and worked on steel. Down there. And then when we moved up here, um, he mostly did construction work for a long time. He worked in the limestone mills for a while. He did construction work, and then he was a local truck driver. They used to be, he worked for a trucking company, he was what they call a spot driver, which was backing trucks in, into very narrow spaces in the mills. So the over-the-road truck drivers wouldn't have the backing skills needed necessarily to do all that. So he did... Well, like hop out and then he hops in? Is he helped the... in and get make sure they got in and out of the steel mills without crashing the trailer. And then he also transported... There were two different locations for the trucking company. He transported trucks locally between those things. He did that for a number of years. And then he drove a concrete truck for quite a while. And he ended up finally uh, on disability from his asthma. Probably once to twice a year, he would be rushed to the hospital with his asthma before he died. Mm. And uh, that's actually how he passed. They didn't at at uh, 62. He didn't make it to the hospital in time. Hmm. That's rough. I mean, having to go through all that. Did that? Does that inform your music? Like uh, the way that you grew up with? Uh, um, you know. There were a number of things that, um, well, yes, one of my latest songs is really about the conflict, excuse me, between uh, Appalachian culture and trying to move more into the mainstream culture with going to college and things like that. That was part of a big conflict for me. And then there was some abuse going on and of me, I was really the only child that w that experienced that. So I had um, that, and I had a whole lot of uh, pain as a child. I had both really bad teeth and uh, ear problems. You know, my daughter is, was always on tubes in her ear, but they didn't have that when I was small. So I have really nice memories of having both, all three, toothaches, earaches, and headaches at the same time. Um, so, um, well, that I mean, sounds like a song right there. That was like my worst adverse childhood experience, actually, was the illness. Um, there was always a lot of stress. Uh, 
mom didn't work until I was 16, I think, out of the home. And um, I was always working in dad's part-time jobs because he would work a full-time job and then he'd have part-time side things that he did so that he could keep everything coming in. Plus we heated with wood and coal, mostly wood. So I spent a lot of times in the woods hauling wood. Um, did you have to chop or were there saws? We had saws. Yeah, yeah I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> I was just checking. But we did, you know, we, we did some chopping. We definitely split by hand. There were no wood splitters back then. Uh, so you're uh, Ray Paul Bunyan Hoskins. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. But, but we had to cut a lot of wood because we were actually burning wood in a big old coal furnace. And the house that we lived in was from the 1800s. Um, and our only heat source was coal or wood. So um, as you got older, you went. did you go off to college? Uh, when did you start writing songs? started writing songs, I think, at about 16. And boy, they were bad. Um, <laughs> you mean you weren't uh, perfectly uh, honed at, at 16 with the songwriting? Well, my early music, and I, I think I've told you this, but I wrote like 200 songs, and sometime during divorces and moves, my songbook disappeared. And um, <laughs> so I've lost all but about four or five of those songs that I wrote when I was young. One of them I'll never sing. Um, it's still stuck in my brain sometimes because it's got to be one of the most sad, pathetic songs I've ever heard. Um, we all have those. <laughs> But then um, I sang in church growing up. I started learning to play guitar, self-taught at about 13. My uncle, my dad, my influences really were very diverse. My mom loved Elvis. My mom loved Nat King Cole. When I was growing up, there was a time where there's Andy Williams and a number of different musical shows. So on TV, I watched a lot of different kinds of music. My father hated Elvis Presley. My father hated um, Nat King Cole. He could tolerate Andy Williams. But those were my mother's music. My father's music was uh, what we now consider old-style country and bluegrass. And my family on my dad's side back in the 40s and 50s, they were, especially the 40s, there were a lot of local radio music shows. And my family was part of those music shows all over the South. Um, I had a cousin, her name was Ray, R-A-E, who I literally have heard, I heard a long time ago sing every note on a piano keyboard. Mm, she had the most interesting range, and she did a lot, she was a jazz singer. Um, so, but I would try to go to sleep every Friday and Saturday night, and while well, my dad was listening to the um, Grand Ole Opry and the Friday Night Frolic. So I had to listen to music that I didn't care that much for at the time. And then the television shows that I liked, and then I was, in, I was involved in church choir, and I sang it. My sister and I sang at churches, probably from the time I was 13 till I was about 17. And I started to learn to play guitar at 13, and my uncle had his own folk quartet, my mom's brother. And he was kind of my hero. Mm -hmm. um, so... What was his name? Mike Mansonberger. So Uncle Mike? Uncle Mike. And... Um, so I actually went, my first primary interests really were folk music, where I really, what resonated with me. Um, 
that's evolved a lot, but I still really enjoy folk music. And I think my latest stuff is more folky. It more has that kind of a uh, feel to it. Yeah. I uh, hearing uh, you know I've heard a lot of your songs, and um, uh, they they definitely dig into the roots. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I I didn't thought about it before, but there's a lot of Andy Williams influence in a couple of your songs. Um, well, that style of music, um, yeah, <laughs> that kind of style. The, um, I did like some of the smoother country artists, mm-hmm. um, so that fifty smooth kind of country music. Um, well, I wrote one, one of my songs I wrote specifically with that genre in mind. Right, trying to hit that uh-huh. mark. And I think I did it pretty well. And what um, song's that? It's called It's Not Love. It's I don't know love. if you've ever heard that one. I don't think I've heard that one. But it was one of my... I wrote that one when I was about 30 or 29. Uh-huh. Um, and the name of the artist right now is Escaping My Old Brain, but <laughs> that I uh, enjoyed... Um, so uh, I, I heard you mention, uh, you know, you were married and divorced and you had kids uh, somewhere One in child. there. One child. And then I had some stepkids in my second marriage, yeah. Yeah. So um, the, uh, I, I know one of your songs is called uh, Don't Have Babies with Crazy People. Yes. Is that uh, related to your experiences? Or? Yes. That's related to a lot of people's experiences. Um, <laughs> when I... Um, started writing it and first wrote it I thought of it as an autobiographical song to some extent I know there's three the three verses are all three based on someone I or or my family who I know um, and myself and then um, so I thought of it basically as an advice song and autobiographical song Mm -hmm. and then one of my friends at the uh, open mic in Plainfield said now Ray this song's a public service announcement (laughs) So, yeah, it's. Um, I also did counseling for about 20 years, and I did quite a bit of marriage and divorce counseling. Ah. So, um, that actually has informed um, a couple of my songs. One of them is that one. And um, In Our World actually came out of what I saw a lot when I was, when I was doing like marriage and divorce counseling a long time ago. So, are, it, you had a degree in counseling or? Actually, I was a certified alcohol and drug counselor for a long time, um, and my actual degree is in education. Ah. So, uh, you know, outside of music, what do you do now? I consult primarily to and train primarily to nonprofits, but I also do personal coaching and leadership advising. Yeah. Um, so, I'm affiliated with the Indiana Youth Institute here in the state and then two out-of-state companies. Um, plus, I've got my own little company with a few associates that come in and help me once in a while. So the, the music takes you away from uh, the hard day work or uh, are both of them kind of your calling? Uh, I would say actually the work I've done for my whole... I actually made a choice at one point that, that my calling would be the work with um, coaching and children and families and high-risk youth. Um, I came to a point, there were a number of factors. At about, at about 30, I really stopped playing out and about in clubs a lot, well, at all. Um, I'd play for events when requested, sometimes for fundraisers, weddings, funerals. 
and mostly by myself um, for over about 30 years. Um, and I made a decision, both had family, and then I um, really was engaged in doing some pretty creative things back at that point in time in alcohol and drug treatment. I helped uh, create an al one of the first hospital-based alcohol and drug treatment programs here in the state for teens. Hmm. And um, so that was my calling for a long time. And then since then, I've been mostly training other people how to work with young people well or he helping them design programs that would actually work. Um, things along that way. I've worked, done a lot of work with child welfare in states with kids who age out of child welfare and um, need the independent or interdependent living coaching. So I've got classes about how to do that. and. Um, so that's been a lot of my work since 97. My first 20 year, 25 years or so was really both um, addictions treatment and then just general addictions prevention and youth development. And then the last 20, 21 years now, I've been um, really involved with the educational side of it or training others how to do it. Oh, that's really cool. Do you want to sing some songs for us? Sure. All right. Well, well, we'll get you set up, and we'll we'll be right back, and we'll have some live music from Ray Hoskins. Thank you, Ray, for coming in. You're welcome. Next week on Moonshine and Music, superstar indie queen Jenny DeVoe will be in studio. We're going to ask her lots of questions. She's going to tell us lots of answers, and you're going to get to hear this beautiful music. Rescue each other, break into that heart of yours. Made of concrete and stone, you belong to me. You belong to me. Try. 
slowly drive your children crazy too. That's a song that we talked about earlier that, that you liked, it would be in the um, public service announcement. This next one is really about um, perspective of someone who's, you know, dealing with that. At the time, I think I was like 62 when I wrote this and I wasn't in very good health. And how your life perspective changes with age. Seems like it never ends. I can 
about about the um, Appalachian culture and moving into the mainstream and some of the conflicts going on with that. This was just called Changes. It was inspired when I was talking to a young lady who um, was going to college. She's from an Appalachian family and she um, was having trouble getting by financially and her family couldn't understand why she was still in school and she was a junior in college and she was going to be a lawyer. And so a number of 
conflicts there, and, and I had very similar things going on, on specifically with my father when I went to school. I come from the hollers where nights are early and black.
these changes might tear us apart So we'll tell you our stories and we'll bring you real close And let you know that your heart is what we love the most for joining us today and bringing us some epic tunes. I want to thank all of you for watching and listening. Please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button wherever that subscribe button may be. And uh, join us next week. Like I said earlier, Jenny DeVoe is going to be in next week. That's right, Jenny DeVoe. How we got her, I don't know. But Jenny DeVoe will be here next week on Moonshine and Music. Thanks for joining us. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. Producers for today's program are Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Be sure to join us next time on Moonshine and Music.